So be yourself. So be yourself. So be yourself, motherfucker. The song for this episode, I'd like to suggest, will be um, Darling by the band Houndmouth. It's a killer fucking song. You won't regret listening to it. I suggest you sacrifice a few minutes of your time for this song and this band. It may be a popular song. I've only heard it in my world, so I don't know. Uh, But it deserves more attention or as much attention as it can get. It's a great song. You won't regret listening to it. So the news of the day is that there has been bounties put out on American soldiers um, and and the public's in an outrage because evidently Trump knew about it. And I'm saying, so the fuck what? Of course he knew about it. This is what we pay our intelligence to, to know. And not only did he know about it, it's not a big deal because it's a big, it's a shit, it's a game. I mean, they're playing a game. People are uh, uh, um, enraged because evidently he's known about this for some time and has made deals with Russia. And I'm just saying, man, it's not a big deal. I mean, they're playing on, on the world stage and soldiers are, are pawns, man. They're, they're the sacrifice to come to an agreement. The, it, the outrage that people express to me is social engineering. They want you to be distracted by your own emotions. That's the best distraction. It's like when um, people got pissed off when Nancy Pelosi was trying to sneak provisions into um the stimulus bill it's what they fucking do man if that was if that were republicans they would do the same thing in any bill that ever gets passed they sneak shit in it's what they fucking do why are you surprised why are you pissed bonus song The band is called um, Bahamas, as in the island. The song is called Please Forgive My Heart. I have it on the iTunes sessions. I don't know if you can look it up or if it's anywhere else. So it's it's a different version than like the album or the recorded version. 
but it's a great song. It 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 goes pretty good in pairing with the um, "Darling" by Houndmouth. It just came across my speaker, so you might get bonus song suggestions quite often. As I said, I'm a huge music fan. So please forgive my heart by the Bahamas. That's a great song. You can bang your woman to it or you can bang your man to it. You'll love it. I promise. I actually think it's a remake of a of a Motown song. I think I looked it up because um anyway. That's all off out of left field, man. I, I visit less left field quite a bit. So I listened to a couple of podcasts a little bit, not the whole episodes, just kind of the beginning recently. Just random podcasts, too. I, I don't know which ones I listened to, but they were probably popular because they came up pretty quick in the iTunes search. And um, I got a long way to go, <laughs> but I'm still releasing this shit. But I wanted to talk, you know, I wanted to talk about um, what's going on today in the world with the, with the, with, you know, it's not, I, I want to say bounty gate. And that reminds me of the football situation with the coach, Greg Williams and, and, um, the outrage over that. And that is a common practice. I mean, come on, man. These, we hold the, we hold people to a higher standard than what they are as human beings. Now I understand that, you know, they have some responsibility to a higher standard. I'm not saying that um, I'm, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be judged or anything like that, but come on, these mother people are fucking human beings and you're a human being and you're a weird motherfucker. You do weird shit and everybody does weird shit. You know, you don't want to tell somebody how many times you rub your finger across your asshole and sniff it every day. You're a weird motherfucker. You do weird shit, so stop judging people. You fucking weirdo. Stop judging people. That's the weirdest thing to be a to be judgmental when you're a fucking weird, fucking human, awkward, fucking human being. You're just like everybody else, man. You put your pants on just like me. So I know you. I know you on some levels that I, I can I can get into places with you then that you don't want to visit because we're all the same. On, on certain levels. You're a weird human being. You gotta you gotta come to terms with that. I don't know where that came from, man. My short term memory is shot. Like I forget what I was just now talking about. I've not been an angel in my life. So I've I've damaged my memory a little bit. What I do is I turn Pandora on. I prefer Pandora. I'm old school like that. That's what I started using years ago, and it's easy and and 
um, like user friendly. I've tried Spotify and some other ones, and they weren't as intuitive for me. This is I'm not promoting Pandora or anything like that. It just happens to be my preference, and I'm just explaining to you what I'm doing. I tend to over-explain things at times. So I have music playing in the background. Uh, and I, I love listening to music. So maybe as I do these, I will suggest a few songs. And I'll see how that goes. I don't know. Um, a band that just came on, one of my favorite bands, top two or three favorite bands of all time, no doubt, is um, a band called Pavement. I don't really have a song to suggest to you because... It's such a niche-type music. It's rock and roll. I've heard the 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 founder, and I, I don't know if he's the founder, but he's the main guy. Um, Steve, Stephen Malkmus, he was the... He's the voice behind the band Pavement. He he plays with other band, another band, the Jicks, now. Um I love this band Pavement, but they're they're uh, real really a niche sound and really avant garde. I've heard the lead singer described as the grandfather of indie music. Um, but it's such a they're such a great band, and it really takes an open mind to listen to them. But I highly recommend them. Top two or three favorite band of all time, no doubt, no doubt about it. Great guitar player, Stephen Malkmus, a guitar god. His singing voice, eh, not so much. I have a theory though that he is uh he has he was born with perfect pitch because he sings so off tune that it's 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 in harmony though. I don't know, there's something weird about it. Another band, <laughs> I don't want to keep talking about music, um, Built a Spill. I discovered Pavement and Built a Spill at the same time around 1998 or 9 or earlier um, on a show that used to be on HBO called Reverb. And they would play like live concert footage of bands. And I caught Pavement, Built a Spill, and The Marvelous Three. And the Marvelous Three has uh, the lead singer. His name is Butch Walker, and he's went on to write some pretty good pop songs. I don't really know what they are. I happened to catch a documentary of him on Amazon or Netflix about three or four years ago. I had no idea. I just remembered the name from reading the 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 leaflets or the inside of the CD. Um, Anyway, pretty neat that there was a documentary on this obscure band that n nobody I know knows about. It's called Marvelous Three. So there's three three bands that are pretty good. Um, Marvelous Three, eh, eh, they're just a little different. And once I learned that the leads that the guy Butch Walker had moved on to write pop songs, when I listen to their music, I hear teenage girls singing these songs. It makes perfect sense. So they're not really um, like some great band, but 
maybe worth a listen. I don't know. That one's up to you. But Built to Spill and Pavement, I highly suggest sacrificing some of your time for those bands. If you like music, man, they are great, great bands. Wilco. <laughs> They're on now. They're a great band. All right, man, I'm going to stop talking talking about music. I just want to give a suggestion to a few songs. Um, I just happen to love music. So anyway, back to Trump. Uh, back to the current situation. It's not so much Trump. I don't hate Trump, man. You know what? You know what? What would the conspiracy world do if Trump died of the COVID virus? Like I, I read somewhere yesterday or this morning that um, a few of his advisors or you know people around him have tested positive for the for COVID. Um, I almost said disease; it's a virus, right? You know, because synchronicity is a hell of a thing, man. I I saw a picture this morning of Hitler walking down some stairs in Berlin during the uh, Berlin Olympics. And isn't it weird that because the big thing at that time was Jesse Owens, a black athlete, and I was going to say um, Max Schmeling and Joe Lewis, boxers, was a big deal, but that wasn't part of the Olympics. But these things were going on. They were uh, – these sporting events were on – were, were um, epitomized the world stage. And synchronicity is a hell of a thing. It's like when the Patriots won um, the Super Bowl in 2001 after the 9-11 attacks. And there was one more example I was going to give, but I forget. But there's countless, countless of these things happening at this time. And the world's, I, I don't want to say it's on fire, man, but it is, uh, it's smoking. And what would happen if if Trump were to, were to catch the virus and it would be his it would be his death i was going to try to sound smart but i can't even do that uh yeah man that right there man would probably start a civil war like cuz if you read conspiracy um blogs or websites or subreddits and it doesn't really have to be conspiracy because it's kind of um, in the back of everybody's mind right now is a civil war starting because, man, it's a crazy time. I don't think one's going to happen unless Trump were to die of the COVID virus. So, you know, the, 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 the conspiracy world thinks that, um, well, an idea, I don't want to lump them all into one kind of I don't want to paint them with the with the broad brush although it's easy to do however they they think that um, these police brutality incidents and, and some other things are trying to start a civil war that the powers that be are trying to start a civil war 
And uh, I don't know, man. The powers that be have never had it so good. <laughs> so I don't know why they're trying to fuck it up. So that doesn't make much sense to me. But my point is, if if something were to happen to Trump, I'm telling you, man. If, if, so if somebody wanted to start a civil war, this is how they would do it. Right now in the current current climate with, with everything that's going on in the country and in the world, that would be the thing that did it. And let me be clear, I don't know who will ever hear. I'm not advocating for any any kind of anything like that. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of talking off the top of my head. I was talking about synchronicity. You know how big of a fight that the Max Schmeling and Joe Lewis fight was? Joe Lewis was was Mike Tyson and got beat by Max Schmeling. And so they fought again right out right on the world stage when the Nazis were rising to power. What I, I don't remember what year. I'm not like some historian. Um, I'm not even accurate, okay? And I miss points and I overlook and forget to say things. Nevertheless, this happened. Uh, it was a big fight. I'm a, I'm a boxing fan. I don't watch it much anymore, but I like boxing a lot. My, the first fight I ever saw was Larry Holmes versus Jerry Cooney. And I was hooked ever since, pretty much. I remember that fight. I remember it for it had racial tensions. Because Jerry Cooney was a white guy, looked like Rocky, kinda, you know. Larry Holmes, uh, the Eastern assassin, he was a beast. He was, um, he came out of retirement to fight Mike Tyson, and you know, speaking of Mike Tyson. And Larry Holmes is the only big name Mike Tyson has on his record. When Mike Tyson, I, I said this kind of right after he got out of jail and made his return. I'm like, this guy, he's never fought anybody. And when he did, he when he fought somebody who stood up to him, he lost. And Teddy Atlas, not a couple, uh, just a few years ago, I heard him pretty much say the same thing. I'm not saying it's my original idea. I think anybody with I think it's it had been said even back then. So um, it's, I'm not saying I have some great boxing insight. But it's the truth. People overrate Mike Tyson, and I was a huge Mike Tyson fan. He was a monster. He was the scariest man on earth. But he, when somebody stood up to him, he lost. And if you look at his resume, the only name he has on it is Larry Holmes. And Larry Holmes came out of retirement. Larry, he was like 37 years old to fight Mike Tyson. And this was at Mike Tyson's peak. Nobody was going to beat Mike Tyson at his peak, I don't think. So it's, you know, it's a um, kind of, I kind of contradict myself. Because the potential for Tyson to be the greatest of all time was there. Everybody saw it. This guy was phenomenal. Nobody seen anything like this. But he got exposed. I remember when Buster Douglas knocked him out. 
I thought it was kind of cheap because he he got the he 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 put the Buster Douglas down a couple rounds before and the, and and Buster Douglas was able to get up at the benefit of a long count. He he knocked Douglas out. He had him out for longer than ten seconds. That's really running off of memory. And maybe I've seen it once or twice or, you know, a handful of times since. You know, I watched the interesting thing on memory and something I w I've been aware of. But if you remember things from your early childhood or from, you know, some s measurement of in the distant past, you're not really remembering remembering the event. You're remembering remembering it. So the f the further the distance becomes, the more distorted the memory is. It's like a game of telephone. And before you know it, the memory is not even close to what happened. But you believe it is because that's how you remembered it over and over and over again. And it changes a little bit each time you remember it. And before too long, it's it's. Uh, totally distorted all right man so I, i've ran along too far here and talked about too many things don't let your meatloaf brother i don't know why i'm doing that i'm just trying to end it in some sort of way Somebody said that to me once when I was a kid, don't let your meatloaf, and I just got the biggest kick out of it, and I say it every now and then. So, I don't know. Don't let your fucking meatloaf. Uh -huh.